Hello, thank you for joining us here at Greendale 101 class. This is session two. I uh, hope you enjoyed your unscheduled break. I know I did. I am Brian. Joining me is my uh, co-professing assistant, Senor Ben. Hello, co-professing assistant. Yes, of course. That's the thing. I didn't make that up. Actual right. title, board co- certified. Oh, oh, wait. Okay, I'm board certified co-professing assistant senior. Yes. You know I never took Spanish. It doesn't matter. It's all <laughs> German. Like, like, like hairbin. Like ninety percent of Spanish is in is in your hands. Oh, okay. Well, since this is a you know an audio format, I don't think that'll work that well. Okay. Well, we'll keep everything English for now, and then later on we'll make the tra- transition to all Spanish. Um, can, can you that tell way my we hands? Can, get to be... can you tell what my hands doing right now? Uh. That's oh, I can, and that's very uncalled for. I, oh, how'd you know? <laughs> I, I just took a took a shot in the dark. I'm sorry. I forgive you for now, but uh, well, I'm glad to be back. Uh, you know, we we had to had to figure out the uh, the budget. We had a bit of a budgeting crisis, but things have been solved, and we're back. And uh, hopefully, for now. for now, hopefully for a while. Indeed. For the whole season, in fact. Hopefully. We'll see. And Depends on how, how well we can stretch that dollar. The free dollar? Because this, this is so low budget, it's practically free. Yeah, but still. We'll see. All right. We don't even charge for the podcast. Not yet. Yeah, you know, Keep your yet. ear to the ground. That would make my face really dirty. Can we have – we would lose listeners, though, but can you have, like, a less than zero? That's my question. I don't know if it's possible. Listeners or money? Both. Budget? We actually pay the listeners to listen? That would be a negative budget. Yeah, that does seem like a poor business strategy. But, you know, don't rule anything out. Oh, I'll try not to. So, Brian, where have we been this break? Where have you been? What have you been doing? The- Oh, you know, the summer, I uh, took some time off, went went to, uh, you know, reconnect with my roots in uh, Rome. Uh, you know, I, I uh, did some hiking. I, uh, wow. I was, went scuba diving off the coast of uh, Australia and, uh, you know, the, the Great Barrier Reef um, and what have you. Sound a little busy. <sighs> yeah, no, no, actually, I... I haven't done much at all. I did pick up the season two uh, community DVD box set, and uh, here here's my review. My three word review is go buy it. Really? That's your three word review? You don't have like another three word review you want to throw out there? <laughs> I you know I don't know. I feel like go buy it is uh, all you need to know. You need to support the show in whatever way you can. If if you if you love the show as much as we do, I'm sure you already own it. I like it. I love this show, but I don't own it yet. Boo, hiss. Why? Why do you hate the show, Ben? If the show gets canceled, this will be entirely your fault now. I think that they can survive $20 worth of not money. I have not bought it yet because I'm saving up to buy Arkham City on the Xbox 360 because it will be awesome. Are you going collectors or? I want to, but I'm afraid I won't have enough for that in time. But we'll see. Probably too oh, late. Oh, you anyway. know if you have, you know if you have that special GameStop uh, rewards card, you get the 
animated Batman, the animated series Batman Skin, which I, I find upsetting because I don't have that card. I need to figure out a way to get that code, though. Ooh, that sounds... I think they're releasing all those eventually anyway. But I want it immediately. I want to play the game like that. You can't wear it until you beat it once. What? Oh, pre-order canceled. No, except in challenge mode. You're good there. Nope, don't care. <laughs> Just beat it once. You can wear it all over the place. Why? I don't want to play it twice. I'm not a crazy person. No, it's you know, exploring after you beat it. Not like a new game plus. Just like free roam to finish off more stuff. Like side missions and everything. I want to I want to finish it and then burn it as I do with every game I buy. No. This, Batman isn't community, even though it's been in a community. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the uh, season three premiere might might make mention of it. I don't know, maybe. One we we'll haven't see. seen yet. It also Abed was Batman. That's right, season one Batman. And uh you know Batman. what? I'm gonna go out on a limb probably they probably acknowledge the existence of a Batman in another episode. Probably. Probably. Okay. Seems seems likely. So that was that was my vacation, my unscheduled break. Uh, what about you, Ben? How did you uh, take advantage of this surplus of time we found ourselves with? I spent most of the summer watching Community for the first time. Okay. Uh, good use of time. Yeah, it's very good. And then I bought the first season DVD as soon as we finished watching it. So I could watch it again, but on a TV. It's a weird backwards way of doing that, but okay. It is, Fair yes. enough. Uh, I spent time with my girlfriend, who is not here right now, even though I just pointed. But those of you who speak, <laughs> those of you who are deaf and speak Spanish would be able to tell by hand motions that I pointed over there. I'm curious what you pointed at, but I'll... <laughs> uh, the couch where she sits when she's here. Um, what else did I do? The normal, everyday person things. I did not go scuba diving. Uh, I murdered a few homeless people. But oh, yeah. Well, me too. I mean, that goes without saying. Oh, yeah. yeah. But only the scary ones. Not the cool ones that, like, do jigs on the street corner. But, yeah. That's about it. All right. Sounds like a fair, fair use of time wasn't a very good essay about it, but there wasn't much to essay. Ooh. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. But now that now that the uh, break's out of the way, we've, we've caught up. It's time to move on to... Uh, what, what, what are we going to do? Predictions? Predict what the upcoming year might hold for us? Yes, that's a good idea, because we have most definitely not seen the first episode yet. No, of course not. Why? No. Why would we have watched it if it came on last night? Exactly. I mean, that show is so, so horrible. Just the absolute worst. Why would we podcast about it? I don't know. I really don't know. To discuss our hatred of the show? Sure. Sure. Why not? I love it. I love it. (laughs) So what do you think is going to happen this year? What about that Pierce? What's Pierce going to happen to? <laughs> not, not what's he going to happen to. What's, gonna what's he going to have to? <laughs> the Pierce, Pierce is like a, is a, a thing that is inflicted upon others. Yes, a horrible, horrible disease that eats away and destroys families. Oh, let's see. The Pierce, the Pierce issue, the Pierce pandemic. I, having not seen the first episode, I would, 
I would guess that they would probably deal with that heavily uh, up front. That would you know, sense. because because public perception of the character has been, uh, let's say, a tad negative, a little bit on the negative end of things. I, I which I, I, yeah, I failed to wrap my mind around that either, because with, without a doubt, I feel like I can honestly say he's my favorite character in the show. But uh, yeah, apparently, some people think he might have been a little, a little unlikable, a little, a little mean. So, but that's his job. He's supposed to be the villain last season. That's why they made him into one so well. Yeah, yeah. Plus, it all it all seemed very justified from from my point of view, anyway, because he, they, you know, it started with him excluding him. They, he was being treated poorly, and then that kind of uh, kind of pushed him into this situation where he had to be the villain. Or was he a villain before? Uh, you know, it's a chicken and egg scenario. That it's, may or may uh, not have d- been discussed in the new episode. He he definitely he definitely. You know, he he discussed at the end of season two how he has tendencies to kind of push people and test them and re- reject them before he can be rejected. But um, I don't know. That's like the the final scene of season two where he left the study group was an oddly triumphant moment in my mind. I uh, you know I, I I'm I'm really excited to see what what that uh, character becomes moving forward because I feel like I feel like what's often overlooked is the um, is the fact that Pierce's mother died in the second episode of season two. And at least in my mind, I feel like that informed a lot of his actions throughout the year. That makes sense. It probably affected him more deeply than he showed. I mean, especially in the, uh, the, the Christmas episode, Abed's uh, Christmas adventure. That's what we call it. That's not what it's called, <laughs> but <laughs> where, where, you know, it, kind of like Willy Wonka style, he loses, people one at a time but then at the end it's uh just abed and and uh pierce and it's because i i feel like they had this common bond and they were you know experiencing the holidays for the first time without their mother so i feel like that was um i, I don't know I, I thought that was a, a good bonding moment i thought that was one of the more touching episodes of the year those two do have like a weird amount of things in common for i mean they don't have that many scenes together but they are both also outcasts yeah, which I think is why the um, the Pierce Abed shipper video from the uh, clip show worked so well. That's kind of creepy, but <laughs> I thought it was, I thought it was hilarious. Creepy things can be hilarious. Uh, let's see, what else should we predict on? See Dean Pelton. Oh, Dean Pelton! Oh my God, and Tobias Funke in Arrested Development. He was really creepy and funny. So if we if we are going to proclaim Community to be the new Arrested Development, which we talked about off mic, can we uh, just right now say that uh, that the dean is Tobias Fumke? He is, except he's more aware of his proclivities. Rest Tobias seemed to be in a denial about them. Although, yeah, I don't know. Up up until uh, up until season three. Oh, yo, I feel yeah. Like I, <laughs> I feel like in season three they knew they were getting canceled and they kind of broke that character. But oh. you know, more power to them. Yeah, that got really weird. <laughs> I, I was talking about girl Michael. <laughs> really? Okay. Oh yeah, but yeah, he would be. Uh, speaking of rest of development and not community, actually, Parks and Recreation. Chris Traeger stole Michael Bluth's hair. Yeah, yeah. We're uh, a Michael, a Michael, uh, not Michael. Wow, Jason Bateman. I almost said Michael Bateman and Michael <laughs> Bolton. <laughs> yeah, he stole Michael Bolton's hair. He did. 
Yeah, that was weird. But uh, so the dean, what developments do you think may occur for him? <laughs> well, <laughs> pretending, um, pretending to have not seen the first episode or promos. I, you know, I don't know. I think we might see a more serious dean moving forward. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. With the with the knowledge that Jim Rash is now a regular cast member, I think it's safe to say we'll see a lot more of the dean. Thank um, goodness. Although. Although, like, the second half of season two, I'm pretty sure he appeared in every episode. Um, we have been seeing a lot of the Dean. I think it's like, well, why not make him the main character? He already pretty much is, and he is... I can now actually say he's my favorite main cast member instead of he's my favorite secondary. I don't know. I feel like you just referred to him as the main character. I don't know if we can go that far no, yet. No, one of the main characters. The, the, the singular main character. Oh, that's Jeff. <laughs> Move aside, Joel McHale. <laughs> it's the Dean. Oh, the dean would not want Jeff to move aside. It makes yeah, sense, too, yeah. because since Jeff is the same type of role uh, in some ways as Jason Bateman was in Arrested Development, primarily the straight man who has to manage with all of these crazy individuals around him, and then there's the creepy guy who always hits on him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, you're right. We can we can continue to establish this uh, arrest development community parallel further if you, if you like. I I'd be all in on that. Magnitude is clearly the uh, the, the the proxy in season two when for Franklin George Senior <laughs> pop pop uh, okay, oh nothing. pop pop oh I see what you're doing there now George Senior be Chevy Chase I guess. <laughs> so you can't do that just because they're they're older men. Well, more... no, because they're the father figure well, to Joel McHale, whether they like it or not. Okay, all right, fair enough. Let's see, uh, Will Arnett. Uh, let's uh, Troy. Troy's Will Arnett. I'm not even going to refer to him as his character name. He's Will Arnett. <laughs> not Job. Not Job. Will Arnett. Or Gob. Oh, Will Arnett would be a good professor too. Oh, he's. Uh, I, I, I really I just watched the second episode of his new sitcom. It's pretty good. Fans of Will Arnett will enjoy Will Arnett's new show. I hope it gets canceled so he can be on Community. Wow. <laughs> I, I I don't know if he's I don't know if they're if they're actively trying to get him on Community. They should. Thirty Rock had him. Yeah, I think he's still recurring. I think he did an episode last year, unless I'm mistaken. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure he did, but. He, he, might, he might have been in the hundreds. He is my... He's one of my favorite comedic actors out there. He is good. He he has that... He has that weird power to... Whenever he's in a scene or on screen, he... He he, he demands to have every ounce of my attention. He's His voice. Kind, he, he's kind of like the Brian Cranston of comedy. Because anything I ever see Brian Cranston in... I, I'm focused on seeing what he's doing. What what are his choices that he's making in the scene? Because my God, that man is like a chameleon of of human emotion. Oh. I drive. He's great in drive. I have not seen that, but I have watched some Breaking Bad. I'm still trying to catch up. It is crazy. I love it. Oh man, the, new, the latest episode. Oh, one of the best. One of the best scenes. I well well deserved. He des- deserves every. Award he's won for that performance. I need to catch up. So, uh, Joel McHale. Uh, uh, predictions. I, you know, I think we might have a Breaking Bad reference in the new season. I want a whole Breaking Bad episode. 
<laughs> sure, I yeah, I want um, it dark and scary. But it's like a, it's like a genre parody. So Troy and Abed are making the most chemically pure peanut brittle available on the market. But then the dean, uh, you know, the dean outlaws distribution uh, for I don't know some reason. I I don't know. I, I will I will flesh this out in my community spec script, and then I will I'll send it to you. Send it to Dan Harmon. This ah, you wouldn't want to read that. This peanut brittle is blue. <laughs> oh yes, that would be weird. blue. Blue peanut brittle. And with both of them together, if they are Walter White, then you could actually use Starburns, the drug dealer, as Jesse. Sure. Yeah, I could. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's shady enough. Shady enough to be the the drug dealer. Uh, this could work out. I I I think it'd be good. Uh, so, do you uh, genre? Do you think we'll see as much uh, genre parody in the the new? The new season. I, I almost hesitate to call it genre parody, though, because um, I think that sells it short a little bit. I, for, for some reason, I feel like the word parody has some kind of weird negative uh, uh, feelings connected to it. So um, I, I almost don't want to call what they do parody, but it's more of a, a genre a homage or. They can show all know. the different genres they can Vignette. do. So it's like, oh, look what we can do. We can do a Western. We can do Star Wars. Yeah, I think. It will continue because, I mean, I don't know. I found that the most hilarious ones pretty much when they do create – or it's crazy stuff in general. Like if they – not just genre stuff, but like the clip show episode, I guess that's kind of a genre. Clip shows, does that count as a genre? Uh, it's more like a like a TV trope. But they can do a TV – like they can also really do TV tropes pretty well. Yeah, that and like, style parodies in general, those are all really good. Even little ones, I appreciate those a lot. But they'll keep it about the characters. That, yeah, characters first and uh, foremost. There, there's really kind of a stunning uh, uh, anecdote on the uh, season two DVD. I want to share really quickly because uh, it, I, I feel like it really speaks volumes to the way they put the show together. Um, do you remember the episode where Abed was taking the class on who's who's the boss? Yeah, I like that one. Uh, that's a really good one. And then, you know, Abed, you know, has insisted that I think Angela's the boss. And yeah. he, he's like, oh, you know, the word boss is defined in this way, therefore Angela is the boss. And he ends up breaking down the professor and, like, <laughs> changing. Because, because this guy's clearly spent his life dedicated to uh, analyzing who's the boss for whatever reason. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's wonderful. But then it ends with, with Abed forcing him to confront this reality Abed walking out of the room, and then the, the professor opening the drawer, you see a handgun, <laughs> <laughs> and then he opens it a little bit further, and there's a book on what's happening. <laughs> what yeah. was really happening? Campus. But, but then in the, uh, in the commentary for that episode, they talk about, uh, in the original script, is Abed walking out of the, uh, out of the classroom. You see him uh, walking across campus, and then there's a gunshot, and everybody runs to the class, but Abed just keeps walking away. What? Yes. They talked about like how, how how great that was at the table reading. It got a laugh, but they knew it wouldn't stay. They, they knew it wouldn't stay because it would essentially break the character. That would not that would not happen in in this world with these characters. And I you know, that's always it's, it's always really impressive when they can uh, you know, cast aside the easy laugh to make it more internally consistent with who these people are. That would have been insane if that happened, though. Oh God, <laughs> oh bad. Oh, I'm sad now. 
So what do you think is going to happen with the Joel McHale, or I guess right, the Jeff Winger-Pierce relationship? The Joel McHale. That's always been um, easy, even though it kind of is a future version of him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. bothers think, him so much. Yeah, I think that kind of scares him, is that, that idea that uh, he'll, he'll turn into to Pierce. But uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see how it goes, clearly. Uh, Pierce has always thought of himself as a father figure. Um, I think I think we'll definitely get some kind of further uh, ex- exploration of the, the the story with Jeff and his father, and what's up with that? Because they spent a lot of time last year, kind of um, bringing that into focus slowly. So I think it'll be dealt with in some way this year, like the hospital and, one. Uh, yeah, like the <laughs> hospital episode. <laughs> I can't come out of the car. I'm in a hurry. <laughs> <laughs> you look too much like your mother. I have to. <laughs> Yeah, they think that's gonna do something there. Yeah, I'm I'm excited to see if he'll come to terms with it or how how that relationship will evolve over the course of the year. Uh, Jeff, Annie, or Britta, or Shirley. Wait, 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 what's going on? Which one would you think Jeff will not choose but lean towards more this season? Oh, wow! I thought I thought you were. I thought you were offering me some kind of weird option. I thought the question was Jeff, Annie, or Britta. It's like what? What are you talking about? I you, I, I I feel like this is a trap. If, if you can see my hand motions, you know what I'm trying to tell you because I'm trying to show you by hand, but it's not working. So Jeff, do you think you'll end up with Annie or not? End up lean towards Annie, Britta, or Shirley? <laughs> obviously, obviously, uh, Shirley. He'll end up uh, raising. As like a as like a weird uh, brother husband scenario, he's gonna raise Shirley's kid with Andre and uh, brother husband. will be very happy. Brother husbands. <laughs> oh, I like that phrase, and I never heard it before. <laughs> brother husbands. Oh yeah. Okay, Andre. Uh, no, they'll they'll definitely have fun with uh, that uh, that whole scenario. I don't I don't know I don't care. It's uh, um. I, this this guy I follow on Twitter is adamant that, that there has to be some kind of uh, uh, a Jeff and Annie connection, and just despite him, I will say no. There is so far, but it would be kind of weird. I, I think it's a bigger gap than April Ludgate and Andy Dwyer on Parks and Recreation. And I felt weird, weird about that at first, too. You did. Did you feel better when they got married? It's like, okay, well, at least, at least it's an honest relationship now, I guess. I don't know. I don't. Once I realized that the gap wasn't as big as I thought it was, I felt better. And yeah, also the marriage part—they're actually serious, not just being weird. <laughs> I love, I love, I love the, the the tinge of judgment in your voice. It's uh, being weird. Well, isn't Annie like uh, swingers? No, isn't, didn't Annie just turn like twenty, or she's should be around twenty? Yeah, yeah. I think I think it would be like twenty and forty. She, so yeah, he's, he's forty. I thought he's just like mid thirties. Are we talking about Joel McHale or the... Uh, Jeff- I don't know how old the character is supposed to be. Maybe mid-30s. Yeah, I'm not sure how old Jeff Winger is, but... I, I know there's uh, an episode where Chang shows up at his apartment with his license, and you should ignore the date on the license because it was a prop error, so... Oh, uh, what did it say? I think it suggested he was, like, 41. Uh-huh. I feel like it might have had Joel McHale's actual birth date on there. Maybe. Oh, okay. Yeah, Googling Jeff Winger age didn't really work. Oh, one of the first results on here. It's about Jeff is nearly twice as old as 18-year-old college freshman. 
I guess that was the first. Wait, thing. wait. You, you you googled Jeff Age and nothing came up. You didn't even find my Jeff fan page, the Age of Jeff. No, I, I did not find the Age of Jeff. Truly, this is the Age of of Jeff. You make a song about it. Yeah, yeah, sure. Accordion. Ooh. So, uh, Shirley, will she reject God this season? <laughs> Probably <Wow>. not. <laughs> Be a dark twist. Uh, no. Uh, let's see, Troy and Abed. Where is that relationship going? Oh, where is it going? Wink. Here's my prediction. Abed will get a serious girlfriend, and it will drive a wedge between them. That's my or uh, or Troy the numbers would. prediction. <laughs> but I think I think that'd be more. I think that'd be a bit more obvious. I think it would be. Uh, more interesting to see uh, Troy deal with that problem than Abed because Abed's kind of always on the like the fringes of society looking in. So I think it would be interesting to see Troy put in uh, that scenario where he feels a bit more uh, of an outcast. Uh, I, that would be really interesting. Now, do you think Abed would have a girlfriend by being Abed or by being like another character like he was when uh, he was practicing flirting? When Annie was teaching him, when when he was when he was being Don Draper, yeah. Oh man, still still one of my favorite things. Although it it, it violates one of the um, one of, one of the things that bothers me is like universes within universes because he's being Don Draper with Allison Bree there, but she's in Mad Men. Oh so. yeah. That yeah that that would be a little weird. I'll try not to dwell on that though. Uh, I think yeah by being Abed. Sure, someone because I think it's established in that episode that women find Abed being Abed adorable in some ways. So, but Abed being Abed, Abed doesn't know how to interact with women. Only Abed being characters in TV shows who interact with women. <laughs> I don't know. I'm curious. I have to. Yeah, I'd be curious to see how they handle that. That would. All right. What about Britta? Uh, Britta will be will continue to be uh, unliked by by many. Like unliked by but fans may- or unliked by the characters? I don't but both. I don't know. I feel I feel there there's like a a, a group of people in the community. I'm not even call them the community. The community community. The commu- I don't know what that would be. <laughs> the community community. Yes. I don't know. I think I feel like there's like an odd number of people out there that still don't really get the joke and like sincerely dislike her. But um, oh. I don't know. At this point, she's like a she's almost like a weird like like folk hero in some ways. I by <laughs> just by being as terrible as she is sometimes. So I didn't like her at first when I first started watching the show because I I don't know I felt her off putting then, but then she became more clumsy, nerdy, screw uppy. I was like, oh okay, I, I get it now. I like her now. I, I see who this person is. I yeah, I think I think that makes her uh, relatable uh, more in some ways. But in a way that most people wouldn't want to admit that she's relatable. Yeah, if you, that's true. Yeah. And Annie. Uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, Annie. I uh, I'd like to see. Um. Uh, there was that really good subplot in the uh, the uh, certified mixology episode on Troy's birthday, which is one of one of my favorite episodes. Um. With with her with her being very Abed and uh, pre- pretending to be another person trying to figure out uh, a direction in life, so um, I think a lot of them are going to go through that this year. Yeah, me too. I I I find it weird going back and rewatching season two. I, I I find that my favorite episodes 
tend to be the ones that are less joke-heavy, if that makes any sense. It does. That's sad. Not 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 not, not sad that that's the one you like. <laughs> I meant no. I meant like they're a sad episode. No, no, you're right. No. Fundamentally, that is sad. <laughs> you're sad. No, no. I like those episodes too. Like it was sad when you find out that yeah, Annie comes from money, but she's pretty much cut off from all of that now, and she has to live above like a sex shop now. <laughs> Dildopolis. Yeah. I almost call it a dong shop. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you for holding back on that. I would hate for that to make it into the podcast. Oops. <laughs> that was sad. Okay. Well, uh, I think that covers predictions. Chang. Chang. He's the last main character. Here, here we go. Ch- Chang will be a security guard. Nailed it. <laughs> Cheater. <laughs> no, he goes – every season he like undergoes extreme changes, not character-wise, just everything else-wise. I'm scared. But yes, now that's all. Okay. And time for our final segment, which is homework. We want you to write in with your predictions. What would you like to see in the upcoming year? Uh, share please, anything. Share your thoughts. Any, any kind of thoughts. Uh, even feedback on the show. How much you hated it. Go ahead and tell us how much you hate this podcast. Uh, that email address is greendale101 at gmail.com or... Uh, connect with us on Twitter. Uh, we're at Greendale 101. Yes. Yeah. And I think we have a blog too. But... So we'll see you next session. Until then, class dismissed. <laughs>